to the Old Cancer Show for this week. We opened up the program with the piano stylings of uh, James P. Johnson, and you've got to be modernistic. Then we heard uh, Billiken Johnson with Neil Roberts on the Sunbeam Blues. Well, I'm here every, uh, every week for an hour uh, playing 70 RPM records, like they're going out of style. Uh, you know, we are in touch with many listeners of the Old Cancer Show, and it seems that uh, quite a few of them uh, quite a few of you have no money. Well, we might be able to help. No, we're not giving away money. And we're certainly not returning any donations you made to the station during uh, the, the recent fundraisers. Uh, we, we here at the Old Codger Show skimmed quite a bit of that revenue. And uh, trust me, it's already spent. It's well spent. Trust me on that, too. So if you're short on cash and you pledge to WFMU... That is what is known as an unforced error. But if you're broke, you have more options, thanks to a, another new sponsor of the Old Codger Radio Show. This product, actually it's, it's a service in a rapidly growing field. This service from Del Barton addresses an urgent need in the nexus of personal finance and what we'll call outsourced liability. Specifically, how you can make others responsible for improving your financial well-being by capitalizing on your misfortunes. There's a class of professionals who know how to assess your financial strain and find suitable scapegoats. And this is nothing new, but it's become very big business lately in the uh, highway billboard industry. So here now is Gus Bodenheim for our new sponsor... Dead Barton Injury Law. Hey, hmm. ain't seen Jimmy Garrity on the job site lately. Didn't you hear what happened? Well, something happened? Yeah, just a month ago. It was an accident on a safe. Nah. Got hit in the head with a girder. Boom. Oh, you don't say. Knocked him flat on his back. Oh, flat on his back? For a month. <laughs> flat on his back for a month? Yeah, flat on his back and boca. Boca? That lucky son of a... You got that right. How often have you dreamed of that bolt from the blue that would free you from workaday drudgery and land you on Easy Street? Gus Bodenheim here, and believe you me, you're better off scratching lottery tickets and praying to the gods. Workplace accidents and remunerative slip and falls are the stuff of dreams. But why merely dream when Del Barton Injury Law is here? Let Del Barton serve as your catastrophe concierge, taking your scheme from concept to kaching without even the appearance of impropriety. Our team of accredited attorneys and specialists will curate a you-tailored plan guaranteed to flummox even the most suspicious killjoy and put you in the money and how. Already contending with self-inflicted injuries? Our experts will craft an express plan, destroy all evidence of your clumsy machinations, and find a scapegoat with deep pockets. For imagined slights causing imagined pain, we can get you an unimaginable settlement. And for recent arrivals, we habla the Espanol. The longer you wait, the further you remain from that poolside pina colada. Call Del Barton Injury Law right now and put in motion your personalized, unfortunate chain of events. And remember, we habla the Espanol. Thank you. 
This is the Old Codger Radio Show. I'm I'm the Old Codger, Courtney T. Edison, one of the uh, one of the few true professionals. With uh, good taste in music here on WFMU, the rest of the station, you know, often people tune into WFMU and they think the, the station is experiencing technical difficulties. And I tell them, no, 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 that's the programming. Anyway, we play only good music here. On your concert show, we started out there with uh, Ruth Edding, we feature her quite often. We heard her singing At Sundown. Then Boots and His Buddies with the How Long Blues, Part 1. Uh, Mead Lux Lewis. Uh, gave us the Dollhouse Boogie. And then Gene Krupa and his orchestra, uh, featuring Leo Watson on the vocal, on Do You Want to Jump, Children? So, it, wh- wait, what? What, what do you say? Rollerbell is trying to signal something to me. What? W- what does that gesture mean? You have a tapeworm? I have a tapeworm. She's in the next room. What? What is that? Chinese people? Where? No, no, that's it. Fablio called? Fablio's lawyer called. Fablio's lawyer has a tapeworm? Lola Bell's my assistant. I'm not understanding this at all. She's under strict instructions not to speak while I'm talking on the microphone. So she uses these very complex hand signals. So, wait, who's outside? I'm trying to read her lips. Ben? Jerry? Who are, the, who are they? Ice cream is being delivered? Well, we'll let them in. No, 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 no. Back to the tapeworm. Back to ice cream. Not back to Fabio or his lawyer. What? What is that? Fire. Rancho Malario. She's holding up a sign. My cigar is burning a hole in the pout and shanty sofa? Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Anyway, look, while I'm extinguishing this smoldering upholstery, you can listen to the soundtrack of another major motion picture starring... What? Who? Oh, oh, Flip the Frog! In this major motion picture, which is uh, called The Music Lesson, from 1932 
There'll be co-stars, uh, cameos, walk-ons, and unexpected intrusions by uh, Buster Beckett, Madame uh, Helene Blavatsky, uh, Kip Mousley's kid brother, Magic Mousley. Uh, we got uh, Fats Bizarro, Mumbles Pundit, there's a dog simply named Galileo, and finally uh, D'Artagnan, uh, nicknamed Squeaky, Muscle White, will be in this major motion picture starring Flip the Frog. Now, Nola Bamber was cast in this major motion picture, but at the last minute, she ran off with sister Amy Semper McPherson and was never heard from again. Well, anyway, here you go with the soundtrack of this major motion picture called The Music Lesson.
you make a fortune. Uh, and if this makes up as I think it will, I'm going to. <laughs> Dash it, I'm going to buy a drink, barman. Yes, sir. Drinks for everybody. Certainly, sir. The gentleman would like to know what you're drinking. Oh, oh thank, thank you. I've got a feeling it's my lucky day. Send me, fellas, I'm on my way. Going right up to the top of the tree. So come right in and have a drink with me. Won't be long till I make my pile. Then I live in the grandest style. You'll be a cotton king. No, sir, I'll be emperor of Lancashire. I'll have a retinue ten mile long and an army ten million strong. Big white elephants by the score and a fleet and anchor off the Wigan shore. Don't you recognize who I am? You've got to give me a big salam. Got to end with a vote of thanks to the Emperor of Langs. Bow down, everyone, here I come. Bang that Bow down, everyone. Yes, sir, I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Who's this gentleman flashing down? Is he somebody we should know? Is he somebody? Well, sir, I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Gentlemen, talking loud. Is he one of the usual crowd? Who's this gentleman, the hardy I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Don't you recognize who you've seen? He's the boss of the whole Shabine. He's the fellow who broke the banks. That's me, I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Who's that fellow there crowding round? Sucker, the boys have found. Who's that sucker, my dear sir? I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. I'm going back to my native town. With me millions, I'll knock them down. I'll have everything in my power, and I'll build a palace on the Blackpool Tower. On my birthday, the crowds will cheer. All the fountains will flow with beer. Blackpool wigs will run all year. Banquet for fifty score, tripe and onions and wilts galore, stewed big strutters and mutton shanks. Ha <laughs> ha! Bow down, everyone! Here I come! Bang that timber and hit that drum! Bow down, everyone! Yeah!
dipsy doodle get in your hat And if it gets you, it couldn't be worse The things you say will come out in reverse Like you love I and me love you That's the way the dipsy doodle works The dipsy doodle is easy to find It's almost always in the back of your mind You never know it until it's too late And then you're in such a terrible state And like the moon jumped over the cow hay diddle That's the way the dipsy doodle works When you think that you're crazy You're the victim of the dipsy doodle But it's not your mind that's hazy It's a tongue that's at fault, not your noodle You hear me? You'd better listen and try to be good And try to do all the things that you should The dipsy doodle will get you someday You'll think you're crazy the things that you say Like rhythm got I and hot am I That's the way the dipsy doodle works And be sure to order uh, six tubes of uh, polydent and uh, get some more stool softener, will you? A- ask if they have the uh, the king size. Last time they sent us, uh, Dinky did her package. And, and also, well, well I t- <laughs> didn't realize the mic was on that we're back live in the studio. Lola Bell is, uh, she's ordering important supplies, which are uh, foundationer. To our broadcast operation here at the Pouton Shanty. You've got to have equipment so everything uh, uh, runs uh, smoothly. <laughs> yes, a radio program can't function on just bourbon and cigars. Well, on the other hand, a radio program can't operate without bourbon and cigars. I make far more sense when I'm plush to the scuppers and have in my hand uh, an ignited weed derivative that could set the furniture on fire. Well, it's the Old Codger Radio Show. Oh, we've got a good back announce here for the, the set. We started out with uh, the, the soundtrack of uh, the music lesson featuring, of course, Flip the Frog. Then we heard George Formby, and he sang about uh, being the Emperor of Lancashire. And finally, Willie the Lion Smith gave us the Dipsy Doodle. I'm here on WFMU every Thursday night playing the 70 RPM records from my own collection, from my huge collection of tens of thousands of discs that I've collected and uh, purloined over the years. Oh, but I, I have another stack here to feature on today's program, so I'm going to shut up right now and go back to playing uh, music here on the Okaja Radio Show on WFMU. <laughs> A blab-mouthed sister Certainly got herself in bed She had a way of blabbing Just kept her tongue a-wagging About that man that she had So her bosom friend Vamped a loving man And he quit her cold as ice hear her rave no more but she gives every woman this advice she says open your eyes women be wise and don't you advertise your man it's all right to rave about the bird in the bush but it ain't like the one got in your hand just give some gal an inch your heart will bound to ache so don't you fatten frogs for a vamping old snake so take my tip and hold your lip and don't you advertise your man this advertising business is all right 
advertise rainwater and you'll sell it by the case. Now, if your daddy loves you, the way to rave about, just tell some gal and you can bet your life she'll try him out. If you're so proud of something, you hide it on the shelf. Don't start to talking about it if you want it for yourself. Now, if your daddy suits you, don't go and blow your horn. Cause if you do, you'll find some gals took your man and gone. Now, don't be a nut. Keep your mouth shut. And don't you advertise your man. It's all right to rave about your hat, your dress. Don't rave about the man you love in the bed. Just rave about the things your loving man can do. Then watch some other broad come and steal him away from you. So take my tips and hold your lips. And don't you advertise your man. The egg was fried. I'm the last of the red hot mama. They've all cooled down but me. I don't pet and only neck them. No, sir, I'm a mama who loves to wreck them. I can make them sizzle, make them fry them frizzle. If you want to know the truth, I can warm the cold ones, give the old ones back their flaming youth. I was born in the hot Bahamas. Right now I'm in love and pride. Others pet and kiss and hug and don't know what it's all about. Say, when I kiss men, they feel I've had their tonsils taken out. Cause I'm the last of the red hot mums. I'm getting hotter all the time. Thy name is mischief, and mischief thy name is danger. 
pain or as sweethearts or as wives you complicate our lives yet we love you all the same what a fair thing is a woman what a perfect work of art what a rare thing is a woman every pose of her every part of the sweet smile of a woman can erase from your face a frown what a joy is she and especially when her husband is out of town What a rare thing is a woman, like a Doric shrine, oh so pure. What a true friend is a woman, what a dear to be near through life. Even more so when, every now and then, she permits you to see your wife.
Set of music on tonight's program, we started out with the great Mamie Smith. And don't you advertise your man. As I've occasionally said, the only male enhancement drug that I need is a Mamie Smith 78. Following Mamie Smith, we heard another musical aphrodisiac, Sophie Tucker. And I'm the last of the Red Hot Mamas, her signature tune. Uh, Cole Porter sang a song he wrote called What a Fair Thing is a Woman. Then, uh, the sultry Billy Holiday, with can't help loving that man. And finally, we heard, uh, the Wenatchee Mountaineers, featuring, uh, Elton Britt. They, they offered some great harmonies there on Dear Old Southern Moon. Well, Admiral Codger, you are lucky to have listened to tonight's program. In fact, that, that goes for every old Codger radio show. Because what I offer is a blessing. 
Yeah, it's a national treasure. This music that I play must be preserved for future generations, most of whom will squander such a rich cultural inheritance. For what I do right here, you owe me a tremendous debt, and that debt can never be fully repaid. But you can make a feeble attempt at compensation by patronizing the fine sponsors of the Old Codger Radio Show. Uh, most, of the, most of them are, are affiliated with Del Barton Industries. And remember their slogan, Del Barton, disproving the adage that the customer is always right since 1961. Well, next week, as promised, we will devote the entire program to the music of Thomas Fats Waller, whose uh, birthday is uh, May 21st. Fats would have been 117 years old next week, but he checked out prematurely. He left us with a lot of great music, and you'll hear a lot of it next week. You owe Fats Waller a huge debt. Tune in next week and uh, pay homage to this musical legend. Uh, there's film footage of Fats uh, out there, but these films are never shown in theaters anymore. Maybe you can find them on your stupid internet. Well, uh, I'll be back next week with Fats. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Some programs and portions of programs presented by this station are recorded. The entire broadcast schedule is a copyrighted original compilation work. No recording, retransmission, or other use may be made without the express prior written consent. Good night. It's a miracle nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Join me now, won't you, as you join me as I say things. You will listen to those things. You'll try to figure out meaning. Is there information contained in these words, or are they simply sounds? If they're sounds, maybe I don't mind. I like music. Music is sounds. Words are sounds. And power. I am going to tell you exactly what they told me. They said that tangents were linear. That branching was a straight line. I said, how do you figure? And then they reached over and they handed me a book. And I looked at the book, and I'm not going to tell you the title, but I will tell you this. It is a book that is mentioned in the movie John Wick 3. He keeps his valuable possessions in a hollowed-out version of it. But this version wasn't hollow. In fact, there wasn't enough of it there to even hollow out. It was a thin book and illustrated. I said, what's this? They said, that is a book of stories. I went to open it. They said, no, don't open it. Without opening it, tell me a story. I said, now, well, how will I be able to tell you a story? A story that's in this book that was mentioned in John Wick? They said, not necessarily. But if you start to tell us a story, it is inevitable that you will tell us one of these stories. I said, Oh, mysterious strangers, how can that be? And they said, and this is the story the captain told. And I said, I beg your pardon? And they said, tell us a story. I said, well, there was a king. They said, that's a good start. 
Thank you. I think so. There was a king. The thing I like about that story is it's in the past tense. It would be depressing to say there is a king or there will be a king. There was a king. That we can't deny. Well, you can deny it all you want. But there was a king. And this king had three sons. And the names of those sons were Kingson, Sovereignson, and Baby Leroy. And they were princes. I suppose they could be named anything. And often princes do have other names, like, oh, he's, his name's really George, but he's going to be King Vincent. Well, that's strange. Well, it's just the way we do things. I have known people that have nicknames that are also common first names, just not theirs. Isn't that interesting? So maybe your birth name is Keith, and they call you Ted. See? It's not even a nickname for Keith. I could have named these sons, I suppose, Primo, Secundo, and Larry. Larry? Why Larry? Larry, because there ain't no Mo. He's the youngest one. Oh, one day the king was surveying his great kingdom, and it was great. <clears throat> Stretched for miles, I suppose, or whatever unit of measure they used in this particular kingdom. The me, the my leg, or the my foot, a lot of kings like to use. What's that measurement? Oh, that's me. You can use that length to measure a lot of things. And so the king was surveying his property, and one of his favorite things that he had was this tree that produced golden apples. Now, I don't know that I personally would value a tree that had solid gold apples because I enjoy a good apple, and the apple's impermanency is part of its charm. I believe if it was solid gold, it would not hit the spot like a traditional apple does. However, the king loved his tree, and he noticed this day that one of those golden apples was missing from its bowels. From its what? From its bowels. It sounds like you're saying bowels. I am not. Bow. When the bow breaks. Oh, I hear it. I hear it now. He said, one of my golden apples is missing. What's going on? The next day, he observed the same thing. Another apple was missing. He said, we must get to the bottom of this. And it became known that the apples were being stolen by a lightning bird, a bird made of lightning or resembling it, very bright. He said to his three sons, I want you to stop this. And to the son who can, I shall give half of my kingdom. How will that be determined? Not ahead of time. I'm telling you that. Half of my kingdom and all of it when I die, and no, you can't murder me, That's gonna, that will be in the contract, to the son that can stop this lightning bird from stealing my golden apples. And so Kingson and Sovereignson flipped for it. Kingson went first. And he lay there at the foot of the golden apple tree one evening and watched it until about midnight when he was overcome with sleep. And he drifted off to slumberland, and this is the dream that he dreamt. No, that's none of our business. I don't know what he dreamt. And in that time that he was asleep after midnight, here comes uh, the lightning bird. Haw! Just like that. It makes it sound like Jerry Clower, the lightning bird does. Haw! And it swooped down and plucked one of the golden apples from the bough of the tree. When the prince awoke, he said, now, oh, hang on now, I was awake all night, I don't know what happened, I don't know how the apple gone missing. The next night, it was Segundo's turn, Sovereignson, and he sat at the foot of the tree, and he watched it until about midnight. 
when his eyelids became heavy, and they closed, and he slumped down into a slouch of slumber sleep. That's when the lightning birds swooped down and perched upon one of the boughs of the golden apple tree and plucked a golden apple from its bough. And he left. In the morning, the second son woke up and said, I don't know what 